Hey everybody, welcome back to Squad Pod Sports, where you're bringing our thoughts on the latest games and news around the sports world, brought to you by the Sideline Sports Network. Um, we're going to be hitting our stride here now that the football season's over. We got some NFL news, but now we're going to be officially talking about more NBA and NHL news. You got your champion shirt on here, already repping the, the Lakers. Time, either first time not wearing a jersey, or I think the only other time I didn't wear a jersey was probably when I wore this shirt previously yeah. so like <laughs> probably to be honest so, probably because lakers little this has been a rough week for the lakers so i had to pull this shirt out we'll get to that a little bit later that, but. It, that it has um but yeah we'll cover the nfl news that we have um and then we'll pretty much cover everything that's going on in the nba um and there's some nhl news as well and then hit bias bubbles and of course the crazy sports stat fact of the podcast um but yeah there's been some news. I have some news from the NFL. I'm sure that's different from what you have. So what do you have? Pretty much. I just had that story. Uh, actually, I, I did want to start by saying uh, about Vincent Jackson and how unfortunate yeah. of a situation that is. Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Some, a lot of times when we hear about NFL players or NBA players like passing away, it's like older ones from other generations from natural causes, more or less, all the time. Yeah. You know, So it always is terrible when you see a younger player like we we saw Vincent Jackson his whole career from from yeah. say I remember watching him in San Diego all the way up to Tampa Bay the last couple of years you know so it's crazy to hear about situations like that you never want to hear about it hopefully they said they suspected no foul play oh, but like yeah I mean I didn't see anything on that like so, all I like I, last time I saw there was really like no information as of what happened or anything it was just reported but yeah man right. that that really it's pretty terrible man. Yeah, but just wanted to say something about that at first yeah, there. Uh, and then also on like a lighter note, that Karen, tr- Super Bowl <laughs> trophy Karen, who has <laughs> so who's been kept up two sleepless oh nights gosh. because Brady completed a pass. I can't with, sleep. I can't sleep. I I'm so distraught that I can't sleep. So this woman has been up forty eight hours. Because of the image of Tom Brady disrespecting my family who designed the trophy or made the trophy or whatever. I was listening to Jim Robe on the radio and he was bringing up very valid points about this whole situation. He was saying, first of all, dude retired in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. He has touched a Lombardi trophy. and, And I don't think he's made one that Brady has ever touched, first of all. Okay. Yeah. Second of all, Jerome was saying there was reports that, like, they're unsure of what, how much that dude actually even really designed the trophy. <laughs> there's <laughs> so reports like of... he might not even have any, like... There's stories of other people question. sketching on a bar napkin a rough drawing of the trophy, yeah. more or less giving it to him and saying, design this for our league type of shit. And that you he know? just, like, he's the one that, like, just took whatever they gave him, you know? So, I don't know how much he even really designed it. Second was Rome's second point. And Rome's third point was something about, like, at the end of the day, even if he did, it's just like he compared it to a corn dog. He's like, I think of the, the, the NFL trophy like a corn dog. It's just like, you know, you got a hot dog on a stick. This is just like a football yeah. on a stick. And I was just losing it, listening, like driving to work. I saw a meme about it today where it was like, she's can't sleep about this but then it shows like the stanley cup trophy you see him like drinking beer out of it <laughs> drinking <laughs> beer out of that thing i just think it was incredibly ridiculous where was and the outrage when gronkowski was like having batting practice with it and put a dent and in it dented it one of our six super bowls in the office in the front office it's like dented. there's a picture there's videos of like whenever they come up and show all the the trophies and one of them is dented it's just that's just how it's going to be now. I don't think they're going to get replaced because it's kind of like that's the legacy about it. This, what he, yeah, like and now why that would, Super Bowl trophy that they have in Tampa Bay, that's going to be the one that's thrown from boat to boat. I, he, I don't want to keep quoting somebody else's show here, but Robe was even bringing up a point like she should be honored because the goat completed a pass with the Super Bowl trophy with your tro- like who else other than the greatest of all time? To, yeah. To, you know, I just thought it was hilarious. Maybe it was somebody like, like lesser QB that like then maybe, but I mean even then, like come on now. Two, and the pass was two completed. sleepless nights. 
it's not at the bottom of the ocean or anything yeah. like that or the like bay drop or whatever. in the water and sink to the bottom like then maybe you'd have an argument like people will kind of sympathize maybe but thought it was a little on. bit ridiculous it is you know it's, but it's definitely for now ridiculous. two weeks removed from the super bowl so they had to have there was some type of news that had to come out about it like you know yeah um i mean i have just tidbits small tidbits here and there from the past week or so um washington football team agreed on a two-year extension for taylor heineke the goat for washington went out there two-year extension two-year extension 8.7 mil (laughs) so more than cam got so he's gonna be sticking around with the washington football (laughs) team at least as a backup or maybe who knows if they think he's gonna be starter okay um Okay. Texans president James uh, Jamie Roots uh, resigned from his position since mm-hmm. last week. Um, so. so I do have a thing here about everybody, about pretty much the Texas or- Texans organization. Since April 2019, they have lost their GM, Brian Gain, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, head coach Bill O'Brien, head of PR Amy uh, Palkick. Uh, president James Jamie Roots and then team captain JJ Watt, and it's team just captain three-time defensive player of the year. Like oh that's happened God. since last week. Like they released JJ Watt, and now it's where's JJ Watt gonna go? <laughs> There's rumors about JJ Watt and Cleveland being linked. Yeah, up. that that came out this morning, and I mean, man. Give them some more. Like I mean, their defense was all right. Like you're the like, thing I think up. about it. Right, right. The thing I think about it is like, yeah, he's JJ Watt, but he's also an older. He's not Tom Brady, where he's just kind of seeming like he's aging like fine wine. JJ Watt played a yeah, different position. I agree. There was always know? those years where you, he was never really playing a full season. Right. But man, if you so. can get him on like a rotation, like how the Eagles did or some other teams yeah. do, where you could yeah. have him just coming in and out. And, and yeah. keep them fresh. That would work out. That that would um, be really nice to see. I would love to see JJ win something. You know, I don't know if Cleveland could win a chip, but we'll see. Yeah, Eddie. and I don't know if the Bucks have salary to get JJ Watt on the Buccaneers. No, no, no. I don't think there's any chance. I think the the most likely they were talking about Pittsburgh and Green Bay, but like yeah. their cap speed way too too high. Like, yeah, no way I made decide. a point on on Twitter the other day about it because like obviously like the Steelers is a place that you expect him to go like oh you know his brothers are there or his brother is there and all this but like man i think like pittsburgh's defense is already stacked like obviously that's gonna stack it more but they have some offensive troubles they need to figure out like with that o-line they lost some decent o-line pieces like i think dupree well not dupree um pouncey's retired now the pouncey brothers retired they lost one of their other offensive linemen i think they got a work on building that and then maybe working on like the offense a little bit. I know they have some receivers, but like who knows what's going on with Ben too. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'll be back, but we'll see. Yeah. But a lot of another team that's getting thrown around is green Bay. Cause he's mm-hmm. from Wisconsin. So, I mean, right. that would help them out on defense a lot too. But I think both of them are re- unrealistic simply because of the money. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, another person here that's uh, once out. Um, is Ravens offensive tackle Orlando Brown? He was a couple, like two-time Pro Bowler, I believe. Interesting. He wants to be traded. Um, Why? Because he only wants to play left tackle. They want to play him. Uh, they want to wow, like put him okay. other other places, like pull and place him. But he's like, nah, I'm a left tackle. <laughs> that's where I want to be. Like you ain't gonna play me there. I want out, pretty much. All right. So I mean, that's he wants out. Um, a story. I told you about that was from November that really kind of got swept under the rug at sea, maybe by the NFL. But uh, Benny Cunningham came out and said the NFL is scripted, but they make us sign something so he can't go into detail. Tired of holding back who want the full story. I already nah. reached out to him. I'm hoping we could get the full story. <laughs> if we could get him on this podcast, that would be amazing because I would love to hear what he has to say. We will give him yeah. a platform to say whatever he needs to say. But <laughs> I was driving thinking about this today. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, the, like, I was thinking about it, like, objectively, like, not as a fan or anything. I'm like, what if this is all fake? Like, I'm just thinking of it like that point of view. Like, yeah. how, like, what if all this money that's being thrown around is, like, 
on some hush money, more or less, type of thing. Like, yeah, you're doing your thing. Like, I'm just saying, this is all just BS me, like, thinking from the complete opposite end of the spectrum, just, like, trying to maybe prove a case for it being fake or something. Like, but I'm in my head just like, what if, what if all this is just, like, that's why they're getting paid so much money? Because, like, it's a big money-making machine, and they need everybody in on the, on the scheme. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just sitting here, just, <laughs> I, I was and thinking then, about so much um, stuff today. Larry Johnson, who played in the NFL, somebody asked him about it, and he tweeted, at the end of every game, you see, this has been a presentation by the NFL. He's like, I kept exactly. getting called crazy, so it's apparent you sheep will accept the reality in which you are presented. Truman Show. <laughs> so it's like, he somewhat agrees. So it was like, how much truth is it? Is the NFL actually set up? Is it not like, I don't believe it. I feel like that'd be something very hard to set up, but Hey, you never know. But I feel like there's people. It's like, do you believe the government's covering up aliens? <laughs> yeah. It gets into that realm of things. Like yeah. you're like, no, there's no way you could get, all these people to cooperate, every nation in the that's world what to I was cooperate. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Is like, I feel like not like how many people that play in the NFL would actually be cool with that, like players wise. Like they want to compete. Out of the thousands and thousands that have played, we could only name two really that have yeah, come out that, and said. At least, yeah, agreed. That's true. So like that is it's maybe like maybe they salty something happened, maybe the NFL like did them wrong at some point. And he's like, Man, fuck know. the NFL. Yeah, that's fake. It's all fake. That's fake. all right but like i i definitely don't think it is but at the same time i feel like i would only be slightly surprised to find out that it is i would only be like huh well i wouldn't (laughs) just be like there's no way i'd be like you know what i could see (laughs) (laughs) but i definitely don't think it it goes to tampa bay and then beats the kansas city chiefs to the super bowl that makes sense peyton manning wins super bowl on his farewell Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them, a lot, a lot of them, a lot of them. New Orleans <laughs> winning Super Bowl right after Katrina. Patriots winning the Super Bowl right after 9 11. Just saying, Patriots. <laughs> Let's not um, get into all that. We're not conspiracy really a story. Um, but this is, I had. Field Yates put out a list of all the, the wide res- free agent wide receivers uh, this offseason. And it's mm-hmm. caused some big names here. You got Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, who apparently has, I saw today, has yet to even been talked to about an extension or a contract by the Bears. So it's like they haven't even contacted them yet about it. So like, they don't know what they're doing at quarterback quite yet. Yeah. So they're trying Are they getting Wentz? Like, I'll, I'll talk about that then. I have a story about that. But um, Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Juju, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, Curtis Samuel, Nelson Aguilar, Sammy Watkins, T.Y. Hilton, and A.J. Green. Damn. So that's a lot of like bigger names. Um, not a good amount. Star names, but decent like wide B receivers. And C. Like, yeah. B and C tier wide receivers that are going to be difference makers about, at the end of the day. Yeah, give you some depth. That'll like, mm-hmm. spread the ball around. But I figured, like, we would keep – I would keep that list here. So maybe, like, during off season, maybe we could try to, like, some episode pick, like, where, where they might go, where the best fit would be, you know. Um, another thing here, because there's been Jimmy G trade rumors, uh, Michael Lombardi came out and said that he noted – a lot of people don't notice know this, but Jimmy Garoppolo has a no-trade clause in his contract. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, so Jimmy Garoppolo isn't going anywhere unless he – he wants to go there pretty much. Right. Unless he approves so, it. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, it is what it is at this point. It doesn't seem like Jimmy's going right. anywhere unless like he wants to go somewhere. Um, I can still see it happening, um, but it has to be like the complete right destination for him specifically. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he would even be okay coming back to new England. I have no idea what Jimmy G wants. Yeah. I have you a know? story about that then too, that came out here in the last day or so. Um, Alex Smith says he doesn't plan on retiring anytime soon. He wants he does want to play somewhere else though. So he's not gonna be in Washington. So he's Interesting. looking for a job somewhere. And I know someone's right. gonna pick him up, you know. He's he's got some gas in the tank still. Yeah. Um 
Patriot news. They're expected to add Bo Hardigree to their coaching staff. Um, he's hey, a former hey. Tennessee QB and longtime Adam, Adam Gase assistant. He helped fill the void left oh. by Jed Fish's departure. Okay. So does this open up the door for Adam Gase coming back to the New England Patriots in some sort of way? Possibly. No, he, he can go to um, Seattle or wherever the rumors <laughs> were for him a couple weeks ago. Go, yeah, guy. Um, and then this is pretty recent too. Panthers are releasing two-time Pro Bowler uh, Kwan Short, uh, mm. defensive tackle. So I mean, that's pretty odd. Like they just drop on a two-time Pro Bowler. Maybe that'd be yeah. a nice pickup for somebody. Um, let me see here. I think I have something else. <clears throat> um, there was a rumor going around today. They don't know if it's fake or not. Um. But the Houston Texans, um, apparently the Panthers offered the Texans three firsts and Christian McCaffrey for Deshaun Watson. I saw that. I don't know if it's fake or not, but I mean, even like Dan Orlovsky has commented on it, like saying that they would be crazy not to take that for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> like, do it, he said. But like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's true. But man, if, if Carolina happens, is willing man. to get rid of Christian McCaffrey, I mean that is a, that is a, like a franchise QB you gonna be getting though. But still, yeah, you lose no a huge than running back team. Yeah, that's true. And, and especially that's, with that's McCaffrey a hard trigger injury, to pull. That is a very hard trigger to pull. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the news I have. Like that's pretty got, happened the past week. Got one more thing as far as NFL that I wanted to cover. I wanted to give my personal and, like, see what you think here yeah. about the way too early top 10 rankings as far as what I see going into the season next year here. Okay? Okay. NFL. Okay. I'm going to start at number 10. Number okay? 10. I'm actually going to start at number 11. Okay? Because I threw this in at the end. Okay. My Patriots. New England. Number 11, okay? Because I left them out the top 10, so I wanted to make sure I at least represented, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> if you guys are in the top 10, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, please. But I have New England at number 11, okay? And they're probably, honestly, we'll see what happens, but they might not be that high up. They were 15, 16 this year, so. Now, is, anyway. is, this is a specific order you have them into? Yes. Okay. As far as week one. This isn't, like, Super Bowl. This is week one going into the gotcha. season. What I think, gotcha. like strongest teams or at least like and this is i was kind of looking into this like this is taking into account like possible free agents um like whatever moves i obviously i don't have a crystal ball so i don't know what teams getting what but i was just yeah just trying to take into account at least free agents that are leaving certain teams and teams that are going to be having a lot of pieces coming back true, and teams that are going to be getting healthier in certain positions anyway number 10 indianapolis colts i think they are a quarterback away from being much higher on this top ten list, to be honest. With Carson but I think Wentz, even with yeah, even with a Jacoby Brissett, I feel I feel like they're number ten. You know, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, even with the latest rumor that apparently the Colts asked the Eagles for Zach Ertz also in the package, mm. if they get Carson and Zach Ertz, man, that's definitely no. a top ten team. Like they were already defense a top ten team is already incredible yeah Darius Leonard is a monster so if you get that offense right the coaching staff is great so I think they're a great great team to keep your eye on definitely number nine I had them Matt Stafford LA Rams okay I feel like they get back into a winning way I could see them winning nine to ten games especially if Matt Stafford's is consistent as like a 5,000 yard quarterback as he, he could have been. I know I brought that stat up weeks ago about like he hasn't done that since I think 2012 or 2011 yeah. or something like that. But like if they can get a great year out of Stafford, they could be a great offense going forward. That defense is already pretty good. So got yeah, definitely. Number, number eight, Tennessee. Got Derrick Henry in that backfield, trucking over people no matter what. Okay. Defense is great. Coaching staff, Mike Vrabel, you know, I I have my my faith in him simply because he's a Patriot. <laughs> patriot. Him, he's a Patriot, even though he's the one who ended Tom Brady's career in New England, and I'll never forget that, but it's okay. 
Tennessee at number eight. Number seven, Baltimore. Got Lamar Jackson, man. Year four, I think it is now with Lamar. So so. I hope he has a great season, man. I know you just brought up that point about the one left tackle not even wanting to be on the team. If you know, so like I don't know what that's all about. That's something I wanted to play some wherever they were need whatever wherever he was needed, pretty much. Right. That's something I didn't know about before I was making this list. But I still have them at number seven. (laughs) They they can make. they had a down year this year. Uh, they definitely underperformed for the talent that they have on that team. So. Most definitely. Number six, got Seattle. I think next That's year is higher a, than I thought you were going to put them. Next year is a real proving year for Seattle, and it's yeah, not even just Russ. It's Pete Carroll. It's that whole. It's it's a proving year next year. And if they don't, I totally agree. As good as this, then I, there's going to be some ramifications coming next offseason. Who knows? Especially what's going to with everything that's going on about Russ right now, you know, being sick of getting hit. Like, are they actually going to address the offensive line this offseason? Like, what are they going to do? Going into it, realistically, I think he has three years left on his deal. And okay. apparently, they can franchise him up to twice. So, like, he could be there up to five more years if they oh really my want God. to be there. So like, that's why it. I feel it like messy. if he wanted out, they would they would work with him. I feel like the Seattle like he's done so much for him. I feel like they would actually right. work but, with him. But at the same time, man, I don't know if you got that franchise quarterback, thirty two years old, he he's got his best football ahead of him. I don't think he's we've even seen the best of Russ yet. You know, so yeah, I mean that's definitely. But I'm saying like if he wants out. I think they would work with him. And you know, if, if they're going to trade Russ, they're going to definitely get a hefty sum for him in form of some True. like some players or some decent picks they can maybe build True. off of. That's more but, or less like looking way ahead in the future, but I yeah, think they will have yeah. to bounce back here. Um, they started off so hot this year. They did. Start, so hot. Looked think, like M- uh, he was going to finally get an MVP and then so. went downhill. Who knows what happens, but I think they'll be a, a great team out the gate. Again next year. Got him number six. Yeah. Uh, number five. Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> Cleveland Brown. Okay. Man, whoever they play week one, they're going to put 40 points up on them. I'm calling <laughs> it now. Whoever they play. Because Odell will be healthy. They're going to have Landry healthy. I think Baker Mayfield is only getting better and better. Even though he's still got his follies, I like what Cleveland is doing right now. Cleveland yeah. number five. Nice. Number four, Packers, Green Bay. They're going to be kind of like coming out exactly how they were last year, just kind of hot out the gate, I feel. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be slinging. They'll they'll end up matching up with someone like Chicago week one, and he'll put up like 35 points all up easily in the first like 25 minutes of the game, and then they'll coast (laughs) to a victory. That's what I'm seeing week one. That's how the Packers do. That's how the Packers do. Now we get interesting. My top three. Top three. Okay. I know what two Tampa of them are going to be. Oh, you put Tampa at three? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Gronkineers. Number three. Super number Bowl three. Number three. This is why. Why? Like, you know that thing Stephen A. Swift does why? when he's doing his list? Why? <laughs> I love it. But Tampa Bay, hot. I think they'll win week one. You know, they'll you know, be presenting the Super Bowl rings and all that in the stadium, blah, blah, blah. Probably come out the gate win, but I don't think they'll be, like, they're just, at this point, you got every team top five, I expect the win week one type of shit, you know. So, like, at, I just think Tampa Bay will be more or less the same as they were. You know, they're yeah. not going to be any worse necessarily, not going to be any better. We'll see what happens with them. So I just yeah. put them at a number three because, like, I don't really know what's going to be happening with them going forward, you know? Okay. As with, as with any of these teams, honestly. But number two, Kansas City. Who is your number one? Who do you got going here? <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, Who is number two. number one? Once again, they'll probably come out the gate hot and just win week one. But the big question I have is Pat Mahomes' health going forward, even though – he he seems like Superman. That Super Bowl was our first like real glimpse of show he was he's human. Not indestructible. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what they do. I'll give them the respect they're due though and put them in number two. Okay. 
Number one. My number one team headed into the 2021 season. Buffalo Bills. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about it. Damn. Damn, you put Buffalo Josh above Allen. Kansas City and the Super Bowl champs already. I think this is way too early, so Woo. I'm not calling nothing. But I got a lot of faith in Buffalo going into this You just, this like, gained us some fans in Buffalo for this. Buff- Bills Mafia, you got a Patriot fan right here that's saying, you're going to be great next year. You're going to be amazing next year. I think Buffalo runs away with the AFC East. It the Man, it's going to be scary. If they can stay as good as they are, even get a fraction better, they're going to be competing with the Chiefs. Like, it's gonna, it's kind of a given type. They will be in the AFC title game. If they can hang and do what they need to do all year long, man, I, yeah. I have a lot of faith in the Bills, man. Josh Allen is going to take another step forward as a quarterback. I don't, I don't see him regressing at all. Like, Stephon Diggs, another year on the – oh, man. I, I'm excited for, for Bill's football next year. I think they're going to be go, yeah. going out there dropping 40 points on people weekly. Next it's year, it's Super Bowl or bust, it mm-hmm. seems. Like, especially with the run they had this year, I think they could do it again next year, if not better. With us, with us out of the way, their only problem is Miami. So we'll see what happens, man. But I got Buffalo number one in my power rankings, in my way too early power rankings. We'll see what these look like coming to preseason because we could probably have some preseason power yeah man i i can't argue with any of those man to be honest because i mean the only ones i did think about the ones that you missed are ones that i understand why you left them out like drew Brees is going to retire the saints they're going to be out unless Jameis winston can keep up there and who knows what's going on with the steelers as well like they're going to be a good team that's not that's not deniable but like how good can they be, you know? Mm-hmm. They would um, be 11 and 12 type of... They were two teams that I just barely left off my list. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with any of those because it, looking throughout the rest of the league, um, I would pretty much choose the same thing because I think my only thing that... I mean, I wouldn't even switch it, but, like, I would maybe put the Dolphins in at 10. Maybe. Maybe. Instead of I would, Indy- like. Or maybe the Rams out and India. Yeah, Miami exactly. and those are like maybe something. the only ones I would switch. But like, oh yeah. Other than that, I would pretty much put the same teams in the top ten, maybe just in a, a somewhat different order. But right, I totally clearly. agree with you, man. I would have put the Buck Tampa Bay Gronkineers at number one, though. They like, <laughs> I feel like they're just they're gonna be going in hot to the season. They're like, probably they're gonna, gonna be. be. They're gonna be rolling. I feel. Yeah. Like. They're probably um, they probably should have been number one on my list here, but I but I, I woke I mean, up morning thinking about Buffalo. I'm like, let's go Buffalo. I I think like Kansas City and Tampa Bay are pretty much going to have everybody back from what I'm assuming. Like, if not exactly. build more, like I don't know how much Tampa Bay is going to be able to build more, but maybe Kansas City can actually get some like some sure up that O line. Yeah, exactly. Sure up that O line. Maybe work on the defense a little bit more, but. Who knows, man? I totally agree with you, though. I understand why you left like New Orleans out. Who knows what they're going to be like next year? Yeah. And the Steelers. Those are the only two teams that like you could maybe make an argument for like throwing into the top ten if you want. More so the Steelers than the, the Saints at this point. Yeah. Especially yeah. with Drew Brees retiring. Alex probably mad because I left his boys out. But I left <laughs> my boys out. I left your boys out, too. Hey, man. man like, I don't think our the Eagles are going to be a top ten team this year. Patriots. Ain't gonna be a top ten team next year, so we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, that's awesome, man. I mean, well, I'm sure we'll come back to that. Um, we'll make some more predictions as well, like throughout the off season. We'll have a lot to talk about. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it too, leading up to the draft about what teams are gonna do. Maybe, yeah. based off of what the draft outcome is, maybe we can come up with like if it affects the post-draft, power draft, post draft, post draft power rankings. Yes, exactly. Look out um, for that. <laughs> well, I'll kind of head into the NBA here a little bit. Um, I do have a lot of news for the NBA. I'm sure you do as well. Um, do you have a hot knot this week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vern's hot knots. My hot knot list. Every Vern's every week, man, I'm going to bring it to you. What I think okay. is going on. I don't have no honorable mentions this week because, like, the, the one team I did um, – want to talk about at least was Brooklyn because we had them last week about like 
they weren't quite they're, they're still they're five and five i think over the last 10 so like they're 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 kind of just wishy-washy right now you know yeah. ad or uh, Kyrie Irving is now the shooting guard apparently and james harden is the point i don't yeah. know what's going on so i like, mean as of tonight from what i understand Kyrie and kd aren't even playing tonight well so <laughs> so who knows i just wanted to talk about them for a second because i did i was thinking about them but as far yeah. as my hot list number one on the hot list by default utah they oh. are unstoppable right now Shaq did ex- i think Shaq. Looking back now in hindsight, maybe he it did worked. that on purpose. Maybe he wasn't doing it to be a dick. He just needed to do that to ignite Spider Mitchell and attack the league like he is right now, bro. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Utah, eight straight wins. Okay. I think they're on nine and one over the last 10, but I think they're 16 of 17 over the last. So they're 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 killing it, man. It's amazing. Got Phoenix on a, a six game winning streak. They're also nine and one over the last ten. Phoenix, Devin Booker, you know, yeah, that Kendall Jenner action we just saw the other night. <laughs> they both dropped forty when she was in the stands. That's some shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw. But anyway, they're nine and one over their last ten games, or something. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe yep. that's maybe that's old now, but I did have that saved. Nope, nope, they are. Um, then you got Portland with a four-game winning streak, uh, which is isn't great, but they're they're bouncing right back into things. Yeah. Seven and three over the last ten, so they're yeah. nice. And then um, the Clippers, who were now past the Lakers in the standings, they have the second seed. They're on a four-game winning streak as well. Seven and three over the last ten. Quietly doing it, man. Mm-hmm. Haven't still mm-hmm. aren't hearing a damn thing about them. Yeah, their bench I think is still the most efficient. Even losing the six man of the year, Harold, their bench is the best bench in the league. I think uh, they were talking about. But yeah, as far as my not list, not Cleveland. <laughs> Once again, Cleveland Cavaliers lost eight straight. Okay, they are one in nine over the last. Yeah, 10. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's looking like. They're going to be trading Andre Drummond too at this point. Right. They they have no plans on playing him until he he moves on, um, until weird. they find someone trade. Because there's like forty some days until the trade deadline, I think. You yeah, know what I mean, there's I mean, he's already been linked to the Raptors and he's been linked to the the Celtics from what I've been hearing. So I hopefully mean, we enter into that because because we got some AD news to get to, but I do have Houston, that on my list as well. <laughs> yeah, Houston. Is on a six-game losing streak after um, being all right, kind of immediately following the James Harden aftermath. They were okay, but now they're on a six-game losing streak, three of seven over the last ten. Jeez. Sacramento, four-game losing streak, five and five over the last ten, and then Atlanta on a four-game losing streak, two and eight over the last ten. So got some bottom-of-the-barrel teams there, not looking too great, you know, but hey, (laughs) got persevere in the association okay that's true i know them the heat have been doing all right too recently since jimmy came back and everything they've been getting some dubs um, right. I do they hear, take my hot list yet though yeah i mean that's understandable <laughs> um i do see here steph curry has scored 741 points this season so far um Dang. only michael jordan has scored that more through his team's first 25 games at age 32 or older that is an nba stat like the 32 and older type thing yeah but oh well. <laughs> but, but that's yeah, a lebron that's james stat yeah that's a lebron james stat um that's pretty crazy um some positive bull news um zach levine and colby white made nba history by make uh both had eight threes both of them had three-pointers each in one game, and that's never been done before, even by the Splash Brothers over there in, in Golden State. But I was like, damn, that is wild. These dudes that's just amazing. jacking and threes up. Like, those dudes are the future of Chicago, man. I, I hope I they saw that there's out. a rumor that you guys would be – that you're looking at Lonzo. Yeah, uh, we have been linked to Lonzo since the draft, actually. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if we end up trading for him. I think he would be a lot better fit than like Denzel Valentine, you know, that's oh, all. Yeah. I think he's now. more of a 
even though he's only a couple years, it's a good veteran presence by this point. He's learned a lot. Yeah, you know, so definitely. Um, let me see. And I saw here, um, the Lakers played three straight overtime games for the first time yeah. since November 1991. Brought yeah. out here, sick of the overtime games. He tired. Leave he's the man tired. alone. Laying on the on the scoring table, just like. Uh. <laughs> then we got our ass beat by the Nuggets the other night. As a, as a result, so yeah. thanks for tiring us out, all them young teams, <laughs> KC and Phoenix and all these other yeah. teams we just played the last couple of days. Beat them Beat and brought uh, up. The Raptors announced they will play their entire 2020-2021 season in Tampa, uh, Florida. Um, that's some news that came out. Um, what else is here? I do have some other shit. I have to go through it. Um, ESPN apparently Pistons are agreeing that Blake Griffin is not going to be playing until he's traded yep. at this point. He just like the Andre Drummond situation. Um, he would be out of the lineup until the franchise and his reps can work out a resolution with his playing future. So that's another person, another like star player that like be putting up minutes and helping the team out, you know, that's like just gonna be sitting on the bench, you know. Right. And I know that like Draymond came out and made a statement about Draymond this. Draymond not happy. He's no. not happy at all. He came what? out and I actually have this quote from him. He's like, mm-hmm. I would like to talk about something that's really bothered me. And it's the treatment of the players in this league to watch Andre Drummond before the game, sit on the sidelines, then go back and come out in strip clothes because the team is going to trade him. It's bullshit. That's just a straight quote from him, you know? And it's yeah. just like he's talking about more or less how are you going to drag James Harden, even as ugly as it was right before the breakup, how are you going to drag James Harden through the mud like we like the media did? Yeah. And the team's going to turn around and do the same thing. Like, he just wants the teams and the players to have the same respect type of thing as far as, like, yeah. but it, it's, it, I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from, but I, I agree as far as, like, it's bullshit, but at the same time, if the player and the team are completely agreeing on I'm gonna sit out until you trade me, then like just let it let it I mean like like yeah. they were talking about it. Draymond seems to be the only one that's mad. But I don't know if that means it's anywhere near unjustifiable. It's just everybody else seems to be just kind of going business as usual. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't it's okay. think it's anything malicious on the team's part by any means. He like, just thinks more of the media probably. Yeah, I understand. Um, I mean, I think the teams are doing it. I don't know why they're doing it this far in advance, unless they have something lined up already. But yeah, I think they're doing it possibly because like they don't want to risk them going out and getting hurt, maybe exactly before the trade gets hap- like happens. You know, that's my thought behind it. But yeah, I, I do agree with them mm-hmm. on that extent, though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that made news this morning. <laughs> like Draymond going out here and blasting the NBA, man. Um. Since then, uh, apparently the Spurs have had four positive tests for coronavirus, yep. and they've postponed games already. Um, Charlotte is undergoing contact tracing and have the next two games postponed. They were supposed to play the Bulls tomorrow. That's not yep. happening. Apparently the Bulls might be playing Detroit now instead. Okay. Um, because that was an already postponed game between Bulls and Detroit. They're actually making <laughs> now. So that works out. They're like, hey, you, you free to play tomorrow night? Our game got canceled. Hey. <laughs> um, free agent Andre Robertson agreed to a deal with Brooklyn Nets. Okay. He's going there. Um, Nets hit a franchise record of 27 threes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that does crazy. surprise me. And I, that will be broken by the Nets later on this season. Probably. If not, yeah. <laughs> if not in the playoffs. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves guard D'Angelo Russell is going to undersco- undergo yeah. arthroscopic surgery to remove a loose uh, loose something in his knee and is expected to miss four to six weeks. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. a big blow to Minnesota. Um, so we they do have other news it. that we're going to – I know you. it's going to hurt you to talk about it. But yeah, but it's Lakers okay. All-star because... Anthony Davis reaggravated his right Achilles, um, and there's some swelling. He already had an MRI. He's going to be out a couple weeks, I guess. Two and then they're going to get a second opinion. Right. Um, so, but I remember before, I think you were talking about, like, 
you were in no rush to get him back out there because we've seen the same thing with KD. He Mm -hmm. was having some tenderness in his Achilles. It was the finals. It was the playoffs. And so, I mean, they rushed him back out there and then tore his shit out for two years pretty much. So, I mean, you guys cannot afford to have that happen with Anthony Davis. You know, you just signed him to like a five-year deal or some shit. Just this offseason. So, I think... It's early enough in the season that just shut them down for as long as you possibly need to. We do not need a one seed. We do not need a two seed. We have you know, LeBron yeah, James. you know you're making the playoffs. Exactly. I think just especially since you're trying to coast, LeBron coasts through regular seasons as is. You yeah. Know, that doesn't mean we need to be an eight seed and barely make the playoffs or anything like that. But like and make it that much harder on ourselves. But I think shut them down for as long as you need to. Make sure his health is the most important thing that matters, even yeah. if it jeopardizes a couple seeds. You know? I mean, it's not like you guys don't have a, a decent team. Like, you have a lot of depth on that team, especially Maybe from this offseason. Like, make I a feel move like, at the trade deadline here. Get well, I mean, yeah, you could do Drummond. that too. But I'm no. saying, like, even without a trade, I feel like you guys have a lot of depth that you can, like, definitely keep getting wins without him, you know? True. Marcus Gasol isn't the only... He, he's not necessarily enough to to fill that whole role of it, though. I'll yeah. AD does, so we'll see. But it, it does kind of suck, but I it, it could be worse. It could be season-ending. <laughs> That's true. It could have been a lot worse. Um, so, I mean, we'll, I'll take a look here at the standings. That's all the NBA news that I had. Um, so we'll kind of take a look at the standings here. You did have your hot and not list. Um, but Philly still sitting atop of the East. On a three-game uh, losing streak, might I add, they barely missed my not list. Yes, they're on a three-game losing streak. Um, Milwaukee is two games behind them. You got Brooklyn. Um, looks like Brooklyn, oh, I guess they have one more loss. That's why. They do have one more win. Um, but then you got Boston, Indy, New York, Charlotte, Toronto, and then Chicago moved right on one game away from getting that eight seed. So we're still on the brink. Um, we're tied with Miami as of right now. Fighting for you that look AC. at the live standings? Yeah. Did games just finish or something? Because I got a different list here. Might have. I got I don't know, Philadelphia, then Brooklyn, Milwaukee, New York, Indy, oh. Charlotte, Boston, and then Toronto. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I have it by conference what? on ESPN. What's your... Uh, yeah. On the West, I got Utah at 23 and 5. Then you got the Clippers, Lakers at 3. It's all right. Phoenix, San Antonio, Trailblazers, Golden State, and then you got the Nuggets and Dallas down there fighting. But yeah. I think the Nuggets will easily make the playoffs. It's just like the West is such a hard monster to tame, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's basketball as of right now. They still fighting. Um, I mean, like we talked about it last week a little bit. Those those cop couple seeds are pretty much locked up. You know who's gonna be making who's gonna be the juggernauts in the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah. Even only a little over a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah. Um, but that's all the NBA news that I have here. Um, there is some hockey news. Um, the Flyers haven't played in a, a little over a week. <laughs> Damn. Um, due to COVID issues. Um, they are actually, they practiced today for the first time in a week. Um, they're going to be playing tomorrow. And let me see here. Be nice to get back. Oh, we're going to be back, but they're going to be hurting, dude. They are, they're missing, I think, seven players <laughs> or Damn. six players. Four of them are star players, <laughs> so we could get rocked tomorrow night. Um, they expect everybody to be back by Sunday when they're having the Lake Tahoe game, which is going to be outside. It's going to be a nice, cool outside game on at Lake Tahoe. So nice. we should have That's like a full cool. lineup then, but tomorrow it, it could be ugly. <laughs> it's going to look pretty bad. Um, but yeah, they haven't played in a week. But even though they haven't played in a week, uh, we're still... Second in the division, next to under Boston. It'll be nice um, to see them back out there. Yeah, 
hopefully they can start getting some dubs, kind of start catching up a little bit, though. Um, cause they've definitely fallen within the league standings just because they haven't been playing. Um, you still got Tampa Bay that's number one in the Central Division uh, with Florida there. Um, the East is Boston. And then it's a tie between Philly and uh, New York Islanders as of right now. Um, in the North Division, you got Toronto and uh, Montreal. Um, in the West, you got the Vegas Golden Knights and the and the Blues. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. But I mean, as far as hockey, it's business as usual, other than some of the teams just having some issues with COVID, getting some games yeah. postponed. Um, I forget who it was. I think it was... Um, forget who it was, man. I think it was Montreal and some other team that played seven straight games against each other because of like <laughs> postponed game because other teams were getting having COVID issues and being postponed. These two teams played each other seven games straight. Really? <laughs> and it's just not working. Like we talked about last week how they, they might have to implement a bubble. I haven't heard anything about that since. I don't think it's gonna happen. Maybe for the playoffs if it comes yeah. to that. But just Other than that, sure it's pretty much business in. as usual. Right. Um, let me see here. That's but yeah, that's all the though. news I have for the NHL. But yeah, they're they're dealing with their own issues. I know NBA is going through some COVID issues right now too, but NHL it kind of hit a little harder just because. I don't know. I it's just the more NFL, people caught it. I guess I don't know. Once again, the NFL makes it Who through unscathed. Who'd have thought of all the leagues, the NFL, the NFL is like one of their banks that's too big to fail. And that's why I feel like <laughs> that conspiracy that it's all fake has a, like, it could, it could be true. They're too, they're so big that they could have us all fooled type of shit. But that's besides the point. But like, I'm, hey, I'm happy the NFL season, I'm sad that it's gone, but I'm happy that we got it through fully, you know, but. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having like a full hopefully a full year next year where they're like, they actually have OTAs. They have training right. camps. They're able to actually do like a full season, you know, exactly. especially the Eagles. They got a whole new fucking coaching staff. They need a, yeah. an off season, man. They can't just go into it. <laughs> Nobody. Um, but yeah, we'll kind of hop into the bias bubbles here. You know how it is at the oh, end of yeah. the show. Um, I do have something to talk about with you having to deal with your bias bubble. Cause there is a story that was released um, about your Patriots. Is this um, about Tom Brady in the, uh, back in the day? No, this is actually about the 2017 Patriots. Yeah. That was, oh, yeah, this was about, um, apparently, you guys loved, 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 loved Brandon Cooks. And that's why you traded for him. And you wanted Brandon Cooks and Jimmy Garoppolo to be the Patriots' future. That's what that like you. That was gonna be your Tom Brady, Randy Moss, like Tom Brady, Julian Edelman type thing. Like that. That was gonna be the future. And then Tom Brady wins an NFL MVP and goes to the Super Bowl <laughs> again. And it really kind of made him question everything. Um, it ruined everything. That it was ruined the everything. The end. Yeah. That that Super Bowl that we had against the Rams. I feel like as more and, tw- more and more time passes, I feel like that was Tom Brady's fuck you to Bill Belichick. Like, he's just like, fuck you. I'm going to win one more. And then, like, <laughs> like I, I don't yeah, know. Maybe it, not. It pretty much Cooks didn't, from what they're saying, it, the report saying is, like, he didn't fit well within the offensive scheme of Tom Brady. But, I mean, mm-hmm. that year on the Patriots, Brady Cooks arguably had, like, his best year of his career was right. with you guys. So but I mean, that was a any, great year for us in general. That was Tom Brady's MVP, last MVP. So yeah, that was a great exactly. year statistically for all them receivers. But man, what could have been if Tom would have like pieced out after that year? Then you would have had Jimmy Garoppolo and Brandon Cooks. You know, what what would have been if that would have happened is we would have only had five Super Bowls. So I'm glad that it that it went the way it did, even with all the turmoil that we're dealing with now. Yeah. At least we got six. So definitely, fuck, definitely. Fuck. Brady Cooks, I I remember you, me and you talk about it. Like I used to love having Brady Cooks on the team. It's yeah. one like, but he was always one where I was like kind of skeptical as far as like getting one of his jerseys, you know. Yeah, I understand. But, um, but I, and then I another thing I had here was uh, another former Patriot, Chris Hogan. Um, yeah, he's starting to play professional lacrosse now. Yeah, man. <laughs> I thought that was he awesome. Used to be a captain of his lacrosse team at Penn State. 
Yep, but in college. Like, I was like, that's pretty cool, man. Yep, and it's even cooler because he went to Penn State, and that's like a couple, like an hour and a half from us, two hours from us, you know. So it's, yeah, it's cool. I like that. It's really. I did read about that. I was like, that's nice. You know, his football career, his football time at least is over for now. So he's just going to explore other avenues. You know, I thought it was awesome. I did see that. That is awesome, man. As far as. I just wanted to, those are like two bits of information I want to talk to you about because I had to do with your Patriots. But I saw that Garoppolo story today. I was like, oh, oh, man. I I would like to see Garoppolo back on the Patriots, but. I am also super concerned about his injuries, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But I had uh, one interesting rumor, and obviously this is just like it's not like a rumor as much as it's just speculation. But they're talking about us potentially trading up to the fourth slot to get the Falcons pick. Okay, trading the 15 overall, the number 46 overall, and the 2022 second rounder. And picking up that bull, Zach Wilson, that quarterback, you know? So I I was like, "Mm, okay, it'd be nice to see. I wouldn't mind that, you know? But, like, I don't know if that would happen. It would would shock me to see us trade up that far. But, eh, anything's possible in Bill Belichick's world, so. Yeah. Who knows what Bill's going to do with a rebuild. Right. And then, um, like, I did have a list of our draft capital right here. We have this year uh, first-round pick in the 15th, and that's our only first. And then we have one second round, which is the 47th overall. And then we have a fourth, one fifth. Then we have two sixth round picks. And one of them we acquired for Michael Bennett years ago for Dallas. Yeah. Then uh, one, uh, and then our last pick is a seventh round pick. So got, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven for this year here. So whether he wants to play with them, whether he wants to use them all, we'll see what happens. And then, um, the one last thing I did have about the Patriots specifically here was we had a list of the free agents, the free agents that we have. That's crazy you say that because I have a list of the Philly free agents that came out. We too. have 21 free agents this year. 21. Okay. I have to count how many Philly has here. One of them that I'm concerned with, Joe Thule. Thule ah, I can never pronounce his last name. I'll yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He was played on a franchise tag last year. He's a great, great offensive lineman, man, but like We'll see what happens. He's he's definitely somebody who's going to be a hot commodity. Got Cam, who's a free agent, of course. We'll see if he's coming back in any fashion. or probably be as a backup to whoever else we get. Yeah. Um, or maybe, I don't, I don't know. It's, that's such a question mark on that one. Um, David Andrews, our center, free agent. Hopefully we get him back, man. Really would like to have him back. <laughs> he, he missed uh, the whole season before last season, uh, but he was back last season, and it really proved it, man. His run game was a lot better with him in the game. Yeah. James White, free agent. Wow. Oh, I hate to lose James White, man. What a Super Bowl. Yeah. He was the Super Bowl MVP, MVP pretty much of that uh, Falcon Super Bowl, but see what happens there. Rex Burkhead, I feel like this is one where he tore his ACL this year, so... If we, if anything, probably sign him to a one-year deal and just kind of get him back, uh, because yeah. because of the value, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Damian Bird, one by receiver that we had that had a pretty nice year this year. He's a free agent. Uh, we got another offensive lineman. I could not pronounce this dude's last name. It was Jeremiah Illuminor, but uh, <laughs> he he played forty-one percent of the snaps last year. I I don't know what we would do with him. Uh, let's see here. We got Brian Hoyer. The great Brian Hoyer, you know, and then Dante Moncrief, who we signed at the end of the year. I forgot we even had him, to be honest, wide receiver. But <laughs> defense, we got Lawrence Guy, great. Adam Butler, great. Joe, John Simon, great. Dietrich Wise, great. Jason McCourty, great. Shaquille Calhoun, great. Damn. Man, we are going to lose so many pieces on defense this year. It's going to just be an, another repeat of the year before when all of our our whole defense went to Miami, pretty much. Yeah. Terrence Brook, defensive back or uh, back. Brandon Copeland, Carl Davis, and then um, also Cody Davis, who's on special teams. Um, don't really know too much about him, to be honest. Then Justin Bethel, who's on special teams as well, and then Nick Folk, our kicker. So Nick Folk. Tons and tons of free. Damn. Yeah, I, so I just counted. Philly has 19 different. free agents, so oh. you guys got 21. Damn. 
That's crazy, dude. Not good. You got some big names on there, too. That's all the Patriots news I had. You know, just not good. <laughs> I'm good right now. But as far as the Lakers go, uh, pretty much we talked about AD is the biggest news out of the Lakers this week. Out two to three weeks with the calf strain. Really hoping that it's not um, too, too serious and he could just rest and get back. Be evaluated in two to three weeks. Probably the best is have him sit out for a while. Yeah, man. Exactly. But um, we were on a seven-game winning streak before losing to the Nuggets. Just wanted to say, you know. But It was against Denver, too. Tough team. Tough team. We'll get back into it. See what happens here. Hopefully, um, I know they've been linked to Andre Drummond. But like it hasn't been anything crazy, like not as as much as you hear with Boston or Toronto. Yeah. Um, but um, not too much out of the Lakers camp, other than just trying to trying to keep chugging along. Ended up falling down to the three seed, but we'll see what happens. LeBron's still having a great season, but he's not having like a a phenomenal season or anything like that. But yeah, keep it going. Okay. Um, I mean, Flyers, they haven't played. I'm looking forward. Even though tomorrow could be bad, I'm looking forward to seeing them play. Um, the Bulls, they just got a nice win against the Pacers last night, which was good to see. Um, Zach Levine is the first Bull to, Bulls player to score 120 points in a three-game span since Jordan did it in 77. Uh, 1997, sorry. 77. 7-7. Uh, seven, seven. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> wasn't even in the league at 77. Um, so, I mean... There's a couple different records that, uh, like, Zach Levine has matched for Jordan this year, which has been cool. I mean, I think we should definitely keep him. I know there's always rumors about, like, I know, like, Alex said about, like, the Nets were looking at him. There's other teams that were looking about at, like, Zach Levine. But, man, I hope we keep him because that dude, yeah. he should be an all-star, man. He's definitely a best player. Um, but other than that, um, definitely I have some Eagles news here. Um, I'll go through our free agents because I saw that too. That's crazy. We, you, but you had yours too. Um, first one here is Jason Peters. Get him the hell out of here. Get him out of here. <laughs> we don't need Jason Peters anymore. Get him out stay, of here. stay retired. Jalen Mills. He said he already said that he wants to be in Philly. I'm actually cool with keeping Jalen Mills. To be get honest, get him out of here with his green hair. I'm get cool him out with Jalen Mills. I think he deserves to be in Philly. Um, I think he would. Green. I think he would come because he's a he's the Green Goblin. <laughs> That's his nickname. He's the Green Goblin. I know. Um, but Jonathan Ford, uh, he's a safety. He can he can stay or go. I'm not. I don't really know too much about him. Nate Sudfeld. I don't know, man. Like, dude, he's all right, I guess. You're you gonna keep draft Justin Fields anyway, so you don't need him. Don't even fucking say that, bro. It's gonna I'm, happen. You're not getting I'm Devontae Smith. gonna be so pissed if we take a QB with that six pick, bro. I am gonna be so bad. I would take any other position other than a QB. Like, don't make the same mistake two years in a row. Um, uh, cornerback Nickel Roby Coleman. Uh, he came to us from the Rams last year. He didn't do that great. He didn't do as great as that I thought he was going to do. So, I mean, maybe they'll give him another year to prove it. Um, Cravion LeBlanc, who's been all right. I don't think he really did well last year as a star uh, corner. Um, Vinny Curry, I hope he comes back because he's been nice. Um, Hassad Ridgeway's been all right. T.Y. McGill's been pretty good. Um, tight end Richard Rogers, I think we should definitely keep him. For, like, he led last year at at our tight end spot, believe it or not. Like, he was Especially the best tight end for us last year. You got Goddard, and I think Ertz is definitely gone. Yeah, Ertz you know, is going to so. be gone. Um, but I think we should definitely keep him, unless they scoop that stud tight end in the draft. I forget yeah. his name. But, like, if they scoop him, yeah, then maybe get rid of Rodgers. Um, Joshua Perkins, Jason Kroom, Duke Riley, Nate Jerry. Get rid of Nate Jerry. He sucks. Uh, <laughs> Alex Hington's a restricted free agent, so hopefully they don't let him go because, like, this dude can ball, dude. He came from, I think he played on the XFL for a little bit, but he's young. He's he's a beast, dude. He Like, mm-hmm. every game that I watched last year, he's, he always had, like, a standout play. Yeah. And this dude, he's a boss, man. I'm looking forward to seeing him next year. Um, he's actually a dude I've been trying to get on the show because he seems cool as shit, cool, Alex cool. Singleton. Um, Corey Clement. He's a free agent. I'm fine with getting his and him out of here. 
you know, he hasn't really done much the past couple of years. Boston Scott is a free agent. I think we should keep Boston Scott because he's definitely he's so like keep him and Sanders and then like maybe scoop like there's the rumors about Marlon Mack, but maybe scoop another running like a power back yeah. to keep in the in the running back room. Boston Scott um, be your dad's roles. Yeah, exactly. Um Cameron Johnson or punter, which I'm sure they'll keep him. Uh, and then wide receiver Greg Ward, who's a restricted free agent. So it's uh that's up to the Eagles at that point. Yeah. Uh, a lot of free agents. Some of them I'm all right with going. Like Jason Peters. He's he just needs to go. Um and other news, Eagles have spoken to the Seahawks and the Colts about the Zach Ertz trade. So either Colts or the Seahawks, as I'm sure other teams are trying to get him as well. Nice. Um, but as of right now, as of right now, it's looking like Zach Ertz is definitely gone. I have no idea what's going on with Carson Wentz right now. I think yeah. the longer that the Eagles wait, it's just like I don't know how much it's gonna happen at this point. Who knows? I think the more his value goes down, well, it yeah. will happen. I think it will think? happen. Yeah, um, because like people need him, and the Eagles. If they're not going to use him, people will will try desperately to get him. Yeah, I mean, I do have a quote here from um, a Philly reporter. Um, he said, I believe Eagles feel they don't have to trade Carson Wentz because they know he's not a troublemaker. He'd come yeah. back, he would compete, and he would honor his contract. It's not ideal, but they know his character. It's an advantage if they don't get an acceptable offer. So they're just going to take advantage of the fact that he's a good guy. That's the bullshit. It is. It's fucking him over even more at that point. Exactly, because he could go somewhere and thrive. Yeah, um, and another report I saw saying that the Bears have the best offer on the table as of right now. Um, but as of right now, apparently they're looking to see if Wentz wants to be in Chicago. Gotcha. Like that's their biggest like long term. Yeah, Chicago wants to know that Wentz wants to go there before actually making a trade with him. Um, cause it seems like, cause we still haven't heard a damn word from this dude. Like there's still, there still hasn't been any word from Wentz, like no actual concrete reports saying what, like from his agent or from him directly. Right. So nobody really knows what he wants. Really. It's all hearsay. Um, but this is, is another bit of news. I don't know if you saw, um, uh, a group of the Eagles young receivers, are planning on working out with Jalen Hurts in Texas this month. So apparently a lot of uh, the Eagles re receivers are getting together with Jalen Hurts to practice this offseason. So... <laughs> <laughs> so it already looks like... Carson's like checking his phone. He's like... I don't know. I, like, I feel so bad for this dude at this point. Like Let, like, I, let this dude go, man. That's what I mean. Like, just let him go. I, I don't. I would be happy if we got one first, but I don't know if that's going to happen now. Yeah. But give us like two twos and like a player or something. I'll be cool with that. Like, whatever, man. At this point, I would just want to see him leave and be happy and succeed on a team and just start over, man. I'm cool rolling Jalen Hurts. Right. Uh, I'm just sick of hearing the story at this point. Like, what's going on with Wentz? Yeah, and I mean, it's going to be the most Eagles thing ever now to start all this bullshit and have these trade shit just to keep them. And then you're going to have a bunch of shit in training camp. Like, oh, they're competing now. Who's going to win the starting spot? Carson and Wentz then, is looking really good. Blah, blah, blah. And then Carson Wentz wins the, car, wins the starting spot as soon as he fucks up during the year. <laughs> put Jalen Hurts in. Trade Carson Wentz. And then they're going to put Jalen Hurts in. And Carson's going to be all pissed. And then, and then we're going right to right start the next week. We're going to be right back in the same situation. Unless Carson looks decent enough to raise his stock to trade him. Like, I don't yeah. know. But, like, that would be the most... I, like, I'm not going to be surprised if they keep him. Like, that's like... I'm not going to be surprised by anything with this team anymore, bro. But other than that, that's all I have. It seems like Zach Ertz and Wentz are gone at some point. To who? Yeah. It's just it's still to, to be determined. Uh, I mean, I'd be cool with them trading Wentz and maybe give our second round picks or something for Watson or or Russell. Get him. I don't know. Nope, nope not gonna happen. Nope. But anyway, that's all I have.
Um, so we can roll into the last part of each episode. You know, it's the crazy sports back on the podcast. I can't, man. I'm, I'm telling you, one of these weeks I'm going to make a graphic and it's going to pop up on the screen. <laughs> I'm going to figure it well, out. I got you. This one wasn't originally on my list, but I saw it on Twitter and it was pretty crazy. Um, it has to do with baseball, specifically our New York Yankees, Vern. Okay. Um, the Yankees could go 0 and 162 for the next 15 seasons and they would still have a franchise winning a percentage above 500. For 15 years? Yeah, they oh can go oh and one hundred and sixty-two for the next fifteen seasons, and they would still have a franchise-winning percentage above five hundred. That is that shows you the dominance of the early nineteen hundreds of the Yankees, and even yeah. recently too. But like Jesus, that is ridiculous. <laughs> it's yeah. like an all-time type of dominance. Yeah, I mean the they Yankees. got twenty-seven chips. It's ridiculous. Yes, yeah, twenty-seven. How do you get twenty-seven chips? And second place, I don't think, has more than, like, double... I don't think anybody's in double-digit second place here. You know what I mean? That's outrageous. That's wild, bro. Yeah, it really is. Um, but, yeah, man, that's the show. Um, we'll definitely be talking about a lot more NBA, NHL here next couple... Well, Tons next, of NBA For, and for a while now until um, the draft happens and everything, and the NFL will start ramping up here this summer. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be talking about everything that comes out. Um, but until then, till next week, make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to check out Squad Pod Sports on Twitter because um, we're always posting on there. And then check out all of our other programs. We have the offer, the Squad Pod Podcast, and our Squad Nights on Monday. Um, but yeah, it has been a nice week, Vern. Um, and hopefully, some crazy stuff happens within the next week. We can get to talk about. Oh, yeah. Hopefully some crazy stuff by that. We mean crazy good and not crazy bad. Like, yeah, I don't want I don't want anything crazy bad to happen. I want like, like this AD stuff trades. is not good. Yeah. yeah, I don't want some any stuff injury news. Not affecting our teams, per se. You know? <laughs> yeah. just, I don't want to see crazy... anybody get hurt. But no, 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 no. trades, maybe some yeah. like crazy something happens in a game. I don't know. I'm Who knows? scared, man. After Maybe seeing someone this... comes out and starts wiling in a press conference, like Draymond <laughs> out here saying some shit. Who knows? All right, but man. you know, whatever it is, we'll be reporting on it here. But so, uh, tune in next week. Should have a good show, and uh, talk to you everybody later. Peace out.